वेलकम टू वन एंड ऑल आई एम तनिष्का गुप्ता एंड योर ट्यूडेंट टू द कनेक्ट एज पॉडकास्ट टूडे वी आर गोइंग टू बी डिस्कसिंग अबाउट द केस ऑफ अ कंपनी नेम्ड एनरॉन इन द लाइट ऑफ कॉपोरेट फ्रॉड्स एंड व्हाट लेड टू इट्स डाउनफॉल सो टू अंडरस्टैंड अबाउट एनरॉन लेट्स डिस्कस अबाउट कॉपोरेट फ्रॉड्स फर्स्ट बेसिकली कॉपोरेट फ्रॉड्स रेफर टू इलीगल एक्टिविटीज अंडरटेकन बाय एन इंडिविजुअल और अ कंपनी दैट इज डन इन अ डिसऑनेस्ट और एन अनएथिकल मैनर ऑफन ऑफन दिस काइंड ऑफ business fraud is designed to give an advantage to the perpetrating individual or company corporate fraud schemes go beyond the scope of an employee stated position and are marked by their complexity and economic impact on business other employees and outsider parties though it may be conducted in a variety of ways corporate fraud frequently is performed by taking advantage of confidential information or access to sensitive assets then leveraging those assets for gain the fraud is often hidden behind legitimate business practices or exchanges to disguise the illicit activity multiple stakeholders involved are actually uh, you know affected by this and a lot of people are involved behind this these frauds do not go on by just one or two people on a greater extent it's usually protected by a group of complicit actors for example a company's financial accounting records may be altered to a present to present an image of a higher revenue and profits compared to the actual financial results these actions might be taken to hide shortcomings such as a net loss slow revenue declining sales or hefty expenses falsified accounting might be done to make the company more attractive for the potential buyers or investors or ultimately protect the company's public image or the stock valuation from do- dropping there are many other forms of corporate frauds that may aim to disguise or misrepresent a service or a product that company is developing or has in service hiding its flaws or defects rather than investing in repairing refurbishing or redesigning the products those responsible for responsible for the product attempt to deflect or disguise these issues this might be done in the department or maybe the company does not have the finances to correct the problem and if revealing the issue might drive the customers away and the investors away that's what the thing is the possible solution to it in an unethical manner if a company or an individual claims that it is putting some of its funds towards an investment or other types of monetary reserves that are intended to gain in value but in actuality those funds are being expended or diverted elsewhere this is also one one type of corporate fraud now uh, that we have gotten the basic uh, outlay of corporate frauds we can discuss more about enron and what goes behind the story so the enron scandal included a series of events that resulted in the bankruptcy of this us energy commodities and services company and also the dissolution of another company named Arthur Anderson LLP which was a firm and it was like the largest auditing and accounting companies in the world at that point the collapse the, the collapse of enron that almost held like 60000 60 billion dollars in assets involved one of the biggest bankruptcy filings in history of united nations and united states and it generated much debate as well as litigation that went behind it to improve the accounting standards and practices and these uh, this particular case though was a bad case in the history but due to this a lot of regulations were changed 
so uh, let's talk about the history of enron that how it started and what it used to do enron enron was founded in 1985 by kenneth lay in a merger of two natural gas transmission companies houston Nat- natural gas corporation and internorth inc and these companies were merged and named enron in 1986 after the us congress adopted a series of laws to re- deregulate the sale of natural gas in about early 1990s the company lost uh, lost its ex- exclusive rights to operate in pipelines with the help of jeffrey skilling who was initially a consultant but later he became the company chief uh, operating officer the ceo coo the uh, enron actually trans- transformed itself into a trader of energy direct directive uh, d- derivative contracts acting as a intermediary between the natural gas producers and their customers so uh, when they lost those exclusive rights what they did was they became the like the intermediary and the trades were allowed uh, the trades allowed the these trades allowed the producers to mitigate the risk of energy price fluctuations by fixing the selling price of the products through a contract negotiated by enron for a fee under skilling's leadership enron soon dominated the market for natural gas contracts and the company started to generate huge profits on its trades skilling gradually changed the culture of the company to emphasize aggressive trading he hired a lot of top uh, candidates mbas around the world and around the country and even the world and created an intensely competitive environment within the company as it was focusing increasingly on closing as many cash generating trades as possible in the shortest amount of time so uh, skilling was not interested in trying to take it slowly or gradually increasing the company size or the success of the company he was involving into aggressive trading instead and this was one of the brightest times for the company though and we could see the one of his uh, best recruits was andrew fastow who quickly rose through ranks to become enron's chief financial officer so uh, as uh, skilling was the coo he had hired another person who gradually became to become the cfo now fastow oversaw the financing of the company through investments and in increasingly complex instruments while skilling was overseeing the building of its fast trading operations as the boom years came to an end anyhow with such uh, rapid growth there was a time that other issues were uh, unforeseen there were uh, situations that came and the boom years had to come to an end and at this point of time enron faced increased competition in energy trading business the company's profits were shrinking rapidly and they were under pressure from shareholders many company executives began to rely on dubious accounting practices including a technique it was a particular technique known as mark to market accounting in order to hide the troubles the troubles that they were facing were hidden under this accounting method called mark to market accounting now let's understand what this method methodology is about so the mark to market accounting allowed the company to write unrealized future gains from some trading contracts into current time statements thus giving the illusion of higher current profits so they were instead instead of portraying their actual profits profits they were showing it in an increased manner they were inflating their profits and showing it in their accounts furthermore the troubled operations of the company were transferred to the so called special purpose entities 
which were essentially limited partnerships created with outside parties to hide the actual troubles that were going although many companies were disturbed many companies distributed those assets to uh, sp sps it was not just enron that uh, followed the methodology of uh, you know start uh, setting up as special purpose entities and doing this but enron specifically abused the practice by using sps spes as a dump sites for its troubled assets transferring those assets to sps meant that meant that they were kept off of enron's book and making its losses look very severe that really were ironically some of these sps were run by fasto himself in addition to andrew fasto a major player in enron scandal was enron's accounting firm arthur anderson lpp and its partner david b duncan he basically oversaw enron's accounts arthur anderson served not only as enron's auditor but also as a consultant for the company as one of the five largest accounting firms in united states at that time anderson had a reputation for high standards and quality risk management however despite enron's poor accounting practices arthur anderson offers it offered its stamp of approval signing off on the corporate re- reports for years this went on for quite a lot of years it was about 15 years that enron was running in the starting of the years it was rising and it was a good company but after taking the pressure and through the change of leadership it it was going towards the wrong path and the severity of the situation began to become so apparent in the mid 2001 and there were increasing number of analysts who started to dig details of enron's public public of enron publicly and released its financial statements it was after this point that suspicion and investigations led to the spread of enron secrets and gradually its downfalls there was a series of events that took place and charges were held against the com- company this further led to changes in regulations of the corporate world as its story made to the covers of several newspapers being one of the biggest scandals in the us corporate history to know more about what happened after the questions were raised on enron please stay tuned in for manas podcast which will be releasing soon to uncover the whole story for you thank you for listening to my podcast and please i, I please head on over to the connectors website because i would love to hear what you have to say on this topic and visit the page to leave your suggestions and thoughts